episode five of my brand new podcast, It's All Talk, Teaching, Training, Talking Jesus. Welcome. My name is Ivory Yarbrough, your host, and each week I encourage and equip you through the study of scripture and through sharing inspirational interviews with spiritual and influential leaders, how to come to know and love Jesus Christ. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's talk Jesus. Dave Willis says, don't treat people the way they treat you. Treat people the way God treats you. Bill Benat says, how you walk with the broken speaks louder than how you sit with the great. No matter how educated, talented, rich, or cool you believe you are, how you treat people ultimately tells all. Today, we continue our journey through the book of James. He spells out how Christians should treat people no matter their social status because God so loved the world, he gave his only son, Jesus, as a ransom for me. Today's episode will cover how to beware of personal favoritism, God's royal law, why partiality is a sin, how mercy triumphs over judgment. If you are enjoying the information in this episode, please share this with a friend you think would be encouraged as well, as we're all about spreading inspiration and equipping as many people as possible. If this is your first time here, welcome. Please subscribe here or anywhere you are listening. At the end, please leave us a rating and review on the parts you enjoyed the most about this episode. Stay tuned to It's All Taught, teaching, training, talking Jesus. We encourage and equip you each week to come to know and love Jesus Christ. I feel very happy and it gets me very energetic. It gives people a starting point to talk about. Come continue the conversation with us. It's all talk, teaching, training, talking Jesus. Talking Jesus. Imagine your biggest celebrity crush came to your church and you were in charge of seating them. And there was only one seat left on the front row and only one seat at the top of the risers all the way in the back. However, at the same time, a homeless man walked in and needed a seat also. Which one would you escort to the seat up front, the rich man or the poor man? This is the big challenge James is facing in chapter 2, verses 1 through 13 of his self-entitled epistle. James presents an interesting scenario, an assembly of Christians, a church service. Two men walk in the service. One is very rich with gold rings and designer clothes, while the other gentleman is described as poor, wearing filthy apparel. Then James puts it right in our faces in James 2 verse 3. And you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him, you sit here in a good place and say to the poor man, you stand there or better sit here in the back row. James goes on to say in verse 4, have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? The Message Bible says it this way, haven't you segregated God's children and proved that you are judges who can't be trusted? James brings it to our attention that when we show favoritism, we act as a judge with evil intention toward God's children. See, God has an all, A-L-L, all concept. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The famous John 3.16 scripture. 
Peter says in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. And lastly, the beautiful picture of heaven John saw in Revelation. After this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they shouted with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. God desires that all his children are treated well with no thought of class, social standing, wealth, or otherwise. When we show favoritism, we are judging. And Jesus warned the religious leaders, stop judging by mere appearances and make a right judgment. John 7, 24. Remember, God looks at the heart, not the outward observance. When we return, we will find out what is God's royal law. Stay tuned. It's all talk with Ivory Yarbrough. Welcome back. James has warned us about showing certain people favor because of their economic status. Now he explains why. He tells us that partiality breaks the royal law. In James 2.8, he says, If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So the royal law is love. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is found in Leviticus 19.18, which reads, You shall not take vengeance, nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. This law is royal because it was given by God, who is the great I am, who is Lord. When Jesus was asked, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Matthew twenty-two thirty-six through 40. Stay tuned. When we come back, James tells us why showing partiality is a sin and breaks the royal law of God. Don't go away. Join us as we learn, grow, and talk Jesus. It's drastically changed my life. It's all talk, teaching, training, talking Jesus. We're back. We have learned that favoritism is wrong because of the royal law of God, which is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now James states in 2.9, but if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. Why is favoritism a sin? Partiality is a sin because it goes against the royal law of love and it betrays the character and nature of God. James says in verse five, listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? When Jesus, the word made flesh and dwelled among us, walked the earth, we saw him eat and drink with sinners. One of his handpicked disciples was a tax collector who was despised by all. He had an intimate conversation with a Samaritan woman at a well, and she later orchestrated a revival in her own town. He refused to condemn a woman caught in the sinful act of adultery. And he showed extreme compassion to a prostitute 
who washed his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. To show favoritism toward anyone for any reason is a clear violation of Jesus' personality. Jesus took valuable time to teach us about loving our neighbors and who our neighbors are with the parable of the Good Samaritan. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, a man falls prey to thieves and left for dead, and a priest and a Levite pass him on the street. But a Samaritan man helped him in spite of the fact that Jews and Samaritans had a long history of hatred toward each other. Jesus used this to illustrate your neighbor is every human being and you should love them as yourself. After this break, we will dive into mercy over judgment. Your weekly dose of spiritual inspiration with Ivory Yarbrough. It's All Talk, the podcast. As we conclude this lesson, James wants us to know that mercy triumphs over judgment. A person who shows mercy toward others will themselves receive mercy from God in the day of judgment. When we extend mercy to our neighbors, we are demonstrating that we have fully accepted the great mercy God has given us. The way we act toward others points out what we really believe about God. If we show mercy, we believe God is indeed merciful toward all humankind. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Come back soon for more spiritual inspiration. And don't forget to click like and subscribe to never miss an episode. It's All Talk, the podcast.